quick man big announcement big announcement um everybody's used with me doing this podcast once a week every thursday um to be honest over the last few months man life has gotten busy it's gotten really busy uh i got a new addition to the family a dog he's a siberian husky named thor gets on my nerves sometimes but i love him to death um on top of that man i just got busy trying to help my wife start off a new business um we, we just been busy we've been crazy busy so New announcement, man, we are going to drop the podcast every two weeks. So starting today, Thursday, just dropping on the 7th. From now, it'll be every two weeks, every podcast. Thank you so much to the people that have supported me. Um, If you haven't, go back and listen to that last podcast about domestic violence. Probably my most powerful episode. Um, It's still getting good reviews. Some of you guys have done a great job. Please go follow. Um... Stars in the uh, in the Sky Foundation on Twitter and Instagram. Please do that. Um, really quick, before I get started, introduce my special guest. I just want to thank the people that supported me. Uh, people from like Paige, uh, Abby, Eva, uh, people who consistently retweet links. Uh, TJ for checking on me. Like, where's the next podcast? Uh, Brian, uh, my boy Devin. Uh, people who reached out with me, like I got podcast ideas. Um, uh, my boy Brandon, uh, Chris from uh, Under the Influence podcast. Go follow them; they got something special coming up new. Um, just everybody, thank you. If I forgot you, I apologize. Mike Fresh, um, just so many people. They reach out and they still give me feedback on the show, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these podcasts, they just take all your love and just do whatever with it. But I truly appreciate it. But let's get it started. Um, today's podcast will be featuring brand new guest to the show, somebody who I've known for years, played football with this man, yep. ate good with this man, yep. drank good with this man. Amen. Matter of fact, I don't drink good. Why am I drinking MD 2020 right now? I have no <laughs> idea. But I saw it in the store. I was like, I'm going to get some of this mad dog. Yeah. So if I'm out of commission for about three days, y'all know why. He <laughs> <laughs> took it old school with that one, man. All right. So this somebody, man, and I've played fantasy football with this man, and we have went to war a few times in fantasy football. This is somebody who I truly respect his opinion, man. Always good to talk good with this man. Introduced to the show, my boy Antonio. What's good, bro? What's up, everybody? I you know, just want to thank uh, my man Mike here, Mike Lavelle here, having me on the podcast. No, Antonio, I'm Antonio Young. Fantasy name I go by the, the Hit Squad. Currently reigning champ in two leagues. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But thank you for having me on, Mike. I'm ready to get this season started, man. Man, I'm so ready for football, man. Uh, sick of the 28 three jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but you oh, know what, man. though? Uh, I don't know if you follow Dead Spin, 
But Dead Man puts out an article for every single team saying why your team sucks. Yeah. So they put out one, uh, I think today or yesterday, about the Falcons and why that why our team sucks. When I tell you I was so sick of 28-3 jokes because they just no longer were funny. Exactly. Man, that whole article was hysterical. I was cracking up. It helped me heal. Shout out to my boy Brandon that put me <laughs> on to that article because <laughs> it helped me. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, shout out to my boy Jay. Oh, my boy Joe, man. We in the building, Mercedes-Benz Stadium all year season. Take the thank you, wife. Appreciate that. Uh, yes, I'll be there too, man. I got them season tickets too, man. Thank you, Pops. 20-plus year employee um, of the Atlanta Falcons. So, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but for real though, them 28-3 jokes ain't going to be funny when we blowing your team out that's by what, That's what I'm saying, man. We was over that, you know, after the, the last seconds of the clock t- ticked off in the fourth quarter, man. We're going to come back strong and hard. With one of the best defenses and the best offense this year, you just watch how it all folds. I do think our defense is gonna be better. Yeah, it's gonna man, be better. we got a lot of speed around the ball, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of good good guys come up and stop the run. Just can't wait for it to get started. Hey, man, so keep your twenty eight three jokes coming. But if my team drop forty on you, I won't hear nothing. I won't hear nothing. <laughs> and you know this is squad to do it, man. We might drop forty. Yes, sir. We yes, might sir. drop forty. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about preview. Uh, we're going to preview the NFL season a little bit later, not too deep. We're going to talk a little fantasy football, man. Like I said, we both played for years. But before that, we always get into our Got Beef segment where we go on our rants. I'll go first. I have so much to talk about since I've been gone. It's been Ezekiel Elliott and his dumb behind going through all that stuff. Listen, Cowboys fan, let me say this. Stop overreacting. Ezekiel Elliott is not going to serve six games. NFL has to show face and be like, hey, we tough on domestic violence. Exactly. It's going to get reduced. Relax. What y'all need to be worried about is Ezekiel Elliott is acting stupid. He needs a better circle or he need to get smarter. One or the other. But he's doing a bunch of stupid stuff for it to be one year. Exactly, right. man. You can't you can't be doing some of the things that this man does being such a high-profile player especially after having the season that he had last year. You, man. You, you're going to have to – you got to live up to that fame, that hype, man. You got to live up to the – to what's the word I'm looking for? You got to live up to that image. You yeah. Know, you, you people look at you as a role model. Especially with that star on the side of your helmet. Exactly. America's team. At that. Yeah. 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 So, you, hey, man, he got to be smart. I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. I, if I hurt your feelings, I apologize. But he been mm-hmm. acting real stupid out here lately. And his, and his circle is trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> If I'm part of his circle, all I'm be like, hey, man, shoot me by, the, you know, five figures there once in a while, man. I'll make sure you ain't getting in no trouble. i take the rap for all that stuff. <laughs> I know that's but right. But he got dumb circle, and clearly he's a dummy. I'm sorry. So y'all better hope Ezekiel Elliott don't get in no more trouble. Stop worrying about this six-game suspension. They're going to be going in a little bit. But anyway, that's not my rant. That's mini rant. My rant has to deal with what somebody tweeted out today about why come black men – don't marry, they wait too long to marry the woman that they with. <laughs> Let me tell you something, and I'm going to show you how this links to my final rant. Men are hunters. Every man that I know that wanted to get married got married. Yes, sir. All right? So if he didn't want to get married to you, guess what? He just don't see you as a long-term option. Or maybe he hasn't. He hasn't gotten to that point where it's like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do this long-term option. Most men I know don't wait. I'm in the South. This this Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say what you want about Georgia. Keep all your jokes. We get married around here. Exactly. We find man. us one, we go scoop. 
That's why they come to Georgia, you know, from all over the place to get us, man. They know we're gonna take care of them. They you know, know we gonna wife and they know we're trying to get married. They know we're gonna handle our business, man. So so here's the hard thing. When somebody's not picking you, a lot of times it just means they don't want you. And they're gonna come up with all kinds of reasons why they don't want you. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. You think you're a great person, but maybe you just picking bad dudes. Maybe that's your flaws. You pick bad dudes. And, and, and a lot of times too, Mike, people people get convenience confused with want. You just convenient oh my goodness. at the oh, time. Oh, <laughs> it ain't oh my God. Got nothing to do with Let want. Let me sit my MD. I'm, I know I'm gonna tick a lot of you know the ladies off about it, but it is what it is. You may be convenient for him at the time until he finds what he wants. Exactly. But if it ain't happening, maybe you'll do yourself or save yourself a lot of more pain if you just move on. I'm telling you. So look, look. Sometimes and, and then sometimes dudes just be like they don't really want to be with you, so they come up with all kind of reasons why yeah. I can't marry you. I can't be with you because of this reason. And really, it's just they didn't just they didn't really want to be with you long term. It could be them. It could be you. A lot of times it's you. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being honest. I never <laughs> oh, a woman that's down to earth and is marriage material. I ain't never met a dude really be with them for a long period of time without talking like I'm trying to marry this girl. Yeah, that's why I'm married today. You know, you know, you know find the right one. Just saying. So here's what this has to link to. Ray Lewis and, and Kaepernick, they've been going back and forth, whatever. Recently, Ray Lewis said that Kaepernick's girlfriend put out a tweet that was offensive. It was offensive. Basically compared Ray Lewis to the Django Unchained. Basically called him a coon. So Ray Lewis has said, well, we was going to sign him. But then that tweet come out. And so now the Ravens don't want to sign you no more. Just like I just said. When somebody wants you, they want you. When they don't, they'll come up with a reason why There's they don't. All type of reason why they don't want you. I'm not saying that his girl tweet wasn't offensive. I'm not saying his girl tweet didn't cause some of the didn't result in some of the backlash. But all it is is your girl Kaepernick's girl's tweet gave the Ravens an out, so they dipped. Yeah, they didn't really exactly. want you. Exactly. They were just considering you. You were a convenient option. So they didn't want Kaepernick. They just tell the truth. I want them to just go ahead and say, you know what? You hurt my feelings with that tweet. We were trying to work with you, but we didn't really want you anyway. I prefer you just come out and tell the truth. Exactly. But that's, Ray that's Lewis ain't coming out and tell the truth. Yeah. Sometimes people don't want you, and they give you any kind of reason for why they don't. The NFL doesn't want Colin Kaepernick. Let me take that back. They don't want the current Colin, current Colin Kaepernick. They don't want the one with braids that was walking around talking about yo, 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 and playing quarterback. That's what they want. They don't want the socially activist Colin Kaepernick. So they're going to come up with every reason why they're not signing you. Mm -hmm. That's just it. I'm not going to sit up here and make no excuses for his girl. I'm not going to make no excuses for Ray Lewis and his actions. I, I just, as a matter of fact, let me say this about Colin Kaepernick. Have you ever heard Colin Kaepernick come out and talk about why he hasn't been signed? Nope. Nope. You haven't. Nope. At all. Anybody? Y'all find me? Find me anything where he said it? He he's not talking about it because that's not his priority. But we talking about it. Everybody else talking about it. Ray Lewis talking about him like I don't even know if he like football. Shut up. Shut up. Man, who don't like to go out and play the game they love and get played? Man, man. come on. But I mean, it's kind of like before we got into the podcast, we got started. It's kind of like a, a collective thing with all the owners saying we don't, 
we don't want that drama. Yep. You know, we that's exactly what they, they but, yep. But history, history tell you, man, I'm going to get off the subject of football for a little bit. If you got that it, don't matter what you do. Let's go hey, back. Hey. Let's go back tell to, the truth. To, to, the, to the early 90s where you got Dennis Rodman. Everybody remember who the bad man Dennis Rodman yep. was. Yep. Did you know that Jordan and Scottie Pippen hated Dennis Rodman's guts? They never spoke to him. He never mm. came to practice. He never came to team meetings. But he showed up and he did his thing and mm-hmm. they won championships. Yep. That's all that matters. They yep. don't care about the antics with the cross-dressing and all that. If you got it, you got it. If you got something that people want, that's all that matters. And we can go back to football. We can talk about T.O. We can talk about Randy Moss. People was willing to put up with them when they antics. Mm-hmm. Colin, he made his stand. I mean, well, I, I applaud him for, you know, what, whatever his um, motives were. But you did it at a time where your game was falling down here. So you yeah. haven't shown people that's enough. That's debatable. You haven't but, shown yeah. people enough. That's true. Uh, uh, of what you bring to the table in order for them to take that on because they see the other stuff as extra baggage. You yeah. Know? That's, that's that's all it is to it. No, no, yeah. I I, I I definitely think you got valid points with that. Do I think Colin Kaepernick is better than a lot of these players that's in the league? Yep, sure do. Do I think he can play quarterback right now? Yep, sure do. Can he play quarterback for some start as a starter? Yep, he sure can. But he hasn't shown enough for them, for the owners to really to look past what they don't want to see. Yeah, exactly. Owners don't want to see what he did because it helps them face. It has to help them face the racism that's within them. Sorry, I ain't trying to get that deep, but that's just what it is. That's another good point. They ain't want to see that, and you ain't good enough for them to look past it inside you. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. So I want Ray Lewis to be honest and keep it a buck and just say he's being blackballed, and he wasn't good enough to look past the things that the owners are seeing. That's it. Don't try to blame it on his girlfriend and all that. Man, come on. It ain't all that. It ain't all that. All it is is y'all don't want to sign him. Keep it a bucket and, and just say it. I, it. Think, I think Ray Lewis felt a little personal about it, so he saw it as an opportunity for him to throw a yeah. punch back instead yep. of just keeping it business-like. The, hey, the Ravens didn't feel like that, that Kaepernick offered them in a, enough chances winning, so they yeah. didn't bring him on. Hey, Ray Lewis. do with the rent. Ray, I know you listen to the podcast. Everybody listens to this podcast. Ray, Ray, where is the white fur coat? <laughs> I believe it at that. Everybody got flawed. Ray, where's the white fur coat oh, at, bro? Man. Where's the white? Come on, man. Come on, oh, man. man. Where's the bloody white fur coat at? <laughs> now, see if everybody start asking you that question, you get all nervous. Man, and, come on, and you man. just brought up a point I wanted to make, man. For him to, he had a lot to say about Kaepernick, and you know, on, on the off season. Mm-hmm. Now, when you was going through what you was going through. You know, you wouldn't have been here without support, without consideration. Very true. You know, for for granted, your decisions and your, the people who you chose to be around at that time put you there. And it's coming from a man that was in eighth grade when you when all this went down. And you got the audacity to come back years later and try to bash on a man who yep. tries to make a stand for something positive. Yep. It's wrong, man. That's what I'm saying. It's like, for, for, And I'm going to get off this. This is this end of my rant. Ray, I ain't got no problem with your perspective. I think everybody deserves their perspective, and that's how we learn to view the world differently. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? But, Ray, if you don't have no choice but to downplay this man, just don't say nothing at all. Shut up. My mama used to say, you ain't got nothing nice to say. Don't say it. Don't say nothing Shut up. You see what this man Colin Kaepernick is doing? Why downplay all that? Shut up. 
That's my end of my rant. I ain't got nothing else to say. But my boy Antonio got a good rant to go on. I want to hit. I'm so excited about getting into this fantasy football season. So I'm gonna keep my little my rant um my little rant brief. Well, I just got a question to ask. Is it safe now to call Andrew Luck a bust? Ooh. I know this gonna get gonna, gonna mess with a lot of um Stanford fans slash Colts fans. Is it is it safe to call him a bust now? Because when you look at the numbers, I'm a man. I'm I'm, I'm a simple man, and I, you can't argue with results. I don't care how your personality is or your your likes or dislikes, but you can't argue with results. Okay, he's too inconsistent. Every year we hear that this is the year for Andrew Luck to step up to that next pinnacle. But he's just too inconsistent. He had that great year in 2014 where he was considered to be in the Elite Five. And we don't know what happened that that, that that next year. Of course, he had a little injuries. But even the times he was on I mean, the field. he got a lot of little injuries. That, I think that he offensive had, line like, that got his butt kicked. I, I could be a little fuzzy. I'm a man. But I think in 2015, he threw like, what, 12 interceptions, something like that. Mm. And a little time that he was on the field. And he come back next year, have an okay year. So my thing is, without the injuries, Without the injuries, is it safe to call my man a bust? Ooh, I think I think we're approaching. I think we're approaching that that place now. Exactly. Um, I like Andrew Luck, and, and still do. Um, I like the way he plays. Um, I just, I just at this point, I don't. Is he dependable? I don't. He doesn't fall in so many tears, man. He almost viewed as an average quarterback now. Yeah. See, when you look at what what's surrounding what the surrounding roles behind him, man, he really got a recipe for success up there. I mean, you got T.Y. Hilton. He's going to do his thing every mm-hmm. year. Dante Moncrief coming into his own. Frank Gore, the workhorse y'all got. And the up-and-coming star, Marlon Mack. You know, he's going to do some good things for y'all. And also, you had Dwayne Allen up there for years at tight end, you know. So you got some good pl- some players around you to make it work. My thing is, I know you had a bad offensive line last year. I mean, they got you killed a couple times, but you got service serviceful players around you to make this thing work. What's going on? You know, it, it was a couple years when he was a number one fantasy quarterback. Never lived yeah, up man. to it. Uh, I'm looking Never at, lived up to I'm it. looking at 2014, man. The man threw 40 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's his third eyes, year in the league. Everybody eyes wide open. But ever since then, man, it's, I don't know if he couldn't live up to that year again. It could be. Uh, I I know a lot of it is that offensive line. I mean, that offensive line switched cheese, man. Yeah. I mean, you you can fall on them and get a sack. You can take your pick at which hole you want to go through. I mean, you're gonna get through. Pretty simple. Yeah. Oh, I I want to know. People tweet me at the number four HF advantage. Let me know. Is Andrew Luck a bust? I don't know, but we do got to consider the fact he's number one overall pick. Yeah. You have to consider exactly. Like we cannot ignore the fact that you was the first overall, and you were touted as probably the best quarterback prospect in years. What this is um what year six for him now? Yes. Year six for him. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Yep, six. Year, year number six. six. Number one overall pick. And, and what has it brought to the table? Six years. Something got to give, man. Uh, man, that's it, hard to debate. That's hard to now, debate. And what gets, what gets me, though, people want to talk about our boy Matty Ice, man. You got all people. You got candidates for busts out there. Reigning, like, reigning MVP. Reigning MVP. Everybody want to down Matty Ice, but you're going to take his first six years and do a little history lesson and compare with Ed, all the greats, he's outplayed them all. Yeah, that's true. 
You know, uh, but 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 people want to steal every year. They want to talk about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. This is the year. If it is, we'll see. Prove and, me wrong. That's all I got to say. And and you know, I was the same person. I was like, I was like, this is the year. I'm just gonna stop saying it now. I don't. I don't. And being don't the person who played fantasy football, man, you know. That's the, I ain't trying a luck experience ever again, Andrew <laughs> yeah. Luck. I ain't doing it again. I have taken Andrew Luck before, and I don't think I'll ever <laughs> nah. do it again. No. I'm good so, on that. I mean, this guy was going in second round, a second round in some some of the leagues he passed a yeah. few years, and that's unheard of, really, of good quarterbacks, you know. Second a, round, come on now. I'm a, I'm a, I mean, I would always consider taking somebody depending on where they is in the round, but, yeah, I think I'm avoiding Andrew Luck. Yeah. All right, man, so you just tipped it all off, man. Let's get into fantasy football. It's a whole new year. Everybody's pretty much has started drafting their teams or has yep. already drafted them. Um, first of all, let me say this. For you fantasy owners who, how should I say this nicely, decided to have your draft during the preseason, I hate you. Ooh. All right, can y'all stop yeah. that? Can y'all stop that? Listen, you can go into – your settings and change the draft date to after the, the preseason, preseason games are played. People are having a draft on the second week of preseason. Now somebody has lost Julian Edelman when they drafted him. Exactly. Like well, stop. See, now, now the commission, one of my leads, good friend of mine, we had out the second game, second week of the preseason. That's some. For years that a lot of guys have been talking about, waiting till after the preseason. I hope he listens to his podcast. You know, I love you. My boy, um, them hard heads, Kamani Frank's a good brother out in um, California, man. But we gonna have this something we're gonna have to address in the years going forward. Man, because yeah. you yourself have fell victim to them injuries. Man. I ain't got nobody hurt on my team, you know, but um the the, the Julian Elderman thing. Yep. And then you know you had Cameron Meredith go down. Yep. A lot of a lot of guys yep. that was the, the hoping to do something, you had Odell Beckham going down. These are oh boy, it's scared some folks when Odell went down. <laughs> but Odell, I think Odell gonna be okay. So hey, you know it is what it is. Can we can we do this thing? Can we get a complete f- preseason in at least the third or fourth week? Yeah, third or fourth but week. That that'll give everybody a chance, and even to look at some guys too, man. Because it was some guys I drafted, I had to drop because of the awful preseason they were having, the awful mini camps. They Good were point. Having, Good point. Know, so. It's best to see um, how everything get how game ready a person is before you actually do the draft. Exactly. I think the week before week one or the week of week one, have the drafts. Then that way everybody, all the chips on the tables. You know, can't. I mean, it, it gives everybody a, a good playing field and a good time, a good, good, a good chance for everybody to be competitive. Yeah, I look at somebody like um, Dalvin Cook, who, um, you know, I was, I was pretty high on him just because I think he's going to get the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the Vikings go ahead and cut Alex Boone, their best run blocker. <laughs> I was Why? like, okay, now nah, I don't want Dalvin <laughs> Cook anymore. Not this year. He got to prove it to me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to wait a little bit, man. Just, just that's just a little pointer, a little pointer. But we're gonna give out some pointers because we've been playing. Like I said, man, I don't know what well, we've been playing for like seven, eight years, maybe longer. Yeah, I we've, stopped counting. Yeah, <laughs> we've been, we've been playing for a minute. So uh, I wanted for us to give some tips to new fantasy players because new fantasy players jump in every every day um i think i read on someone on espn like the numbers have nearly doubled for fantasy players this year everybody's playing everybody jumping in um 
Even wives. Wives are jumping in, man. That's yeah, how they're learning the, the game now. getting their own leagues, man. It's, yeah. it's crazy. That's you how they're learning the game. Sister leagues out there. Yeah. So, uh, Tone, what's up? What's some of the things that a new player got to gotta, gotta know before they start? Okay, first, the obvious. Um, they need to learn the game itself. Um, learn, Get a good draft strategy. Whatever league you're playing in, get familiar with the league setting so you can draft your players according to that. If you're in the PPR, you're in the standard league. Learn what all that stuff can, means. Can you say that again? <laughs> Read the settings. The settings. That's, that's, Read that's how you <laughs> get points. The game is to get points. You got to read how you get those points. I can't stand with somebody, draft somebody, and they be like, I didn't know you get points per reception. I didn't uh -huh. know you get points when it's a long touchdown. Everybody else knew. Yeah. So, Everybody else knew. And, and, and that's the thing, too. It goes back to – because it really it, it really does matter if you're playing in the standard in the PPR league. Just um just, just to give you a little history note, um, going back to a few years, a boy, Barry Sanders, when he had that 250-yard – Plus game, but got zero fantasy points mm. <laughs> in certain leagues because it was either it was real standard. You know, he was either, it was a game where he got a lot of rushing yards, but it's going to touchdown. He mm -hmm. got zero points, so it, it depends on you know uh, uh, what your league setup is, yep. things like that. And another thing too, man, this is the NFL, but it's not the NFL. Man, can you man? I'm gonna repeat that one more time. This is the NFL, but it's not the NFL. Don't draft a quarterback. First round. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> now know, I, I'm, a, I'm the same person like that. I, yeah. I don't consider drafting a quarterback first round. Yeah, I use it on draft if if I'm well, trying to get elite quarterback. I'm lead, I'm third, fourth round earliest. But first round, you got a lot of guys with the number one pick will draft Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, and everybody looking at him like, really? Let me say this now. <laughs> Let me say this now. Don't 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 discount the first rule we said. Look at your settings. Look mm -hmm. at your scoring. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the quarterback be the biggest weapon on there, so I can understand taking him in the first round. However, you probably like me. I have seen it where the person drafted in the third, fourth, fifth round outplays the people that's drafted in the first and second when it's a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. I guarantee you, raise your hand if you drafted Matt Ryan last year in the first round. I guarantee you didn't. Mm -mm. You probably waited to the fourth, fifth round, maybe even sixth. Yeah. I've seen him drafted late as eighth round last year. He mm -hmm. outplayed a bunch of them. That's why he's the MVP. Yeah, did. <laughs> he outplayed pretty much he all did. of them. Yeah, outplayed yeah. a lot of them. Phillip yeah. Rivers outplays a bunch of them every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, every year, Philip Rivers outplays somebody. Yeah. So why? And he goes for after the fourth round. There you go. So that that's something that you guys want to um, want to look at, and also look at the way your 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 lineup is. Um, you got to understand the league for the way it is. Um, like for one of my leagues, I got three slots for um, wide receiver. We got three wide receivers, two running backs, quarterback, mm -hmm. tight end, and a flex option. Obviously, my strongest place is going to be the ones that take up the most roster spots, yep. my wide receivers. Yep. So I'm going to get my elite wide receivers early. Um, and 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 this is another thing too. That's my that's my second point. You know, um, that goes along with don't draft a quarterback in the first round. And three, watch for trends. You know, um, watch the yeah. trends as the season go along. That's how your Tyreek Hills gets noticed. That's like a few a couple years ago, Travis Benjamin. You know. His skill set. When you watch them trends, you watch them trendy players, pay attention to the game. And I don't know and, and pay attention to the way your free agency set up. Rather you have waiver wires and things like that. But 
Um, but you got to watch some trends and pick those guys out of free agency. Um, Tyreek Hill, personally. Tyreek Hill, personally, um, I know I've seen a couple guys where he saved their season. Man, let me you tell know? you something. So. Let, me, let me tell you something. Like I said, it, this this is coming from people who played and have made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Last year, I got a trade. And, you know, it was like three players for like two. I was giving up two. You know, you got to drop one player. I get Tyreek Hill. He just started going off. Like, just, just started yes, going sir. off. I dropped him. Because I, I didn't need him. I did the same thing I last year. Him. And he started getting 45, oh my God. 50 points. I dropped him. Matter of fact, um, OG Nation, um, actually the commission's father, he the one picked Tyreek Hill up and they helped him get in the playoffs. Matter of fact, I ended up squaring off with him to get into the championship last mm-hmm. year. And he picked Tyreek Hill up after I dropped him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. But you so, got to recognize them trends. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so in harmony with that is what I tell people. Don't fall in love with the players that you draft. Exactly. Cut them if you see it needs to be done. Exactly. <laughs> I used to mess up at this. I'd be like, nah, man. But I drafted Steven Jackson. He going to figure it out. He going to figure it out in Atlanta. And I yeah, held on to him too long. Yeah, and before you yeah. know it, the people who have started to show themselves, like I tell you, in the first four weeks, you're going to start to learn. Exactly. Some players are going to take some spots. Mm-hmm. Don't fall in love with the people you draft, man. I'm telling you, don't be afraid to drop them. You be like, I did all this research on them. I done figured it out. He going to do this. Nah, bro. That's, that don't be scared to drop nobody. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing, too, man. You you want to you wanna drop, especially around week four and five when it start, after week four and five, when it starts shaping up for the playoffs, yep. and you still holding on to that dead weight, it'll cost you your season. I've done it before. I'm telling you, man, I've been there, too. There's a, a rookie mistake. And another thing, too, matchup judgment. People don't know how how, um, how important matchup judgment is. Ooh, I might disagree with you on this. I'm going to explain it to you what matchup judgment is. Okay. I'm going to give you a perfect example how I beat a guy in the first round with mm-hmm. matchup judgment. He had a great team, should have beat me. He had Ben Roethlisberger as his quarterback. Big Ben, we know he's going to pick up numbers. Yep. But guess what? I had Le'Veon Bell and Ladarius Green. That week, for some reason, he decided to want to throw to Ladarius Green. Now, in the PPR league, that receiver is going to get more points per reception than your quarterback completing it to him Right. in most PPR leagues. And we all know yep. what Le'Veon Bell does out of the backfield. Yep. If he catches a touchdown – my receiver gets six points versus your quarterback getting four points right. for passing the touchdown. So you got to, at some point, if you got a better option, if I was him, I wouldn't have started Ben Roethlisberger against me knowing I have all these these players. I get what you're another, saying. And, and, and another example, one guy decided he want to start the great Aaron Rodgers. A-Rod going to do his thing. But you playing a guy that has Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb and Ty Montgomery on his team. So mm. that would be a week. When I say matchup judgment, that would be a week to whether you're gonna sit or start your quarterback. Yeah, I mean it really is. That's that's why you need two good quarterbacks in weeks like that, um, especially when they get down to the nitty gritty getting the playoffs. That can cause you your season. Now I agree with that, but <clears throat> I think people. I think one of the things new people do is they overthink their matchups. Sometimes mm-hmm. they be like, I don't know. Should I start Seattle defense? They going against New England. Maybe I should start, I don't know, the Rams defense. Cause they no 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 don't overthink this. Yeah, don't exactly. overthink it. Don't overthink it. <laughs> I'll tell you. You gonna mess around, you're gonna mess up overthinking. 
I think one time I had like a plethora of running backs. Like it was just one of them good years I had running backs, like crazy. And I think I had bench Garrett Blunt when he was with New England for mm-hmm. like Darren Sproles because I just it was some stat that Darren Sproles the running backs catch this much off this team. Man, Garrett Blunt had like three touchdowns. I was yeah. sick. I was sick to my <laughs> Did, stomach. How many rushing touchdowns that man got last year? Man, I think it was like eighteen. Yeah, it was up Go, there. Man. He was up there, man. That's that's. That's what it be like, man. So, so yeah, you, you know, pay attention to your matchups. Don't overthink it. Don't yeah. don't overthink it too bad. And just a little tip, man. It don't always work, but it worked most of the time. It worked last year for me. After your bye weeks, handcuff your running backs. When you know you ain't going to have a week without your, your running backs playing, handcuff them. If they handcuff still out there in the, in the, in the free agency, go get them. Because what will happen down the stretch, your running back get hurt, you already got his back up. The ship keep rolling. Le'Veon Bell missed a few games for me last week, and I had Fitzgerald Toussaint. Fitzgerald Toussaint put up enough games for mm-hmm. me to win and make it into the playoffs. So, and the same thing with um Carlos Hyde. I had he got man, that man is a he he a beast. Carlos Hyde get injured. He gets every hurt year. every year. Jesus. For for some reason, the last three years I've been picking him. I did not pick him this year because he stayed hurt. But I had Sean Drone last year. So it 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 wasn't quite as much production, and some days it was. But Handcuff your running backs. If you don't do it in the draft, do it after the bye weeks. When you know your running backs ain't got no more bye weeks, handcuff them after the bye weeks. I'm with you on that. That'll help you, and that'll help you a whole lot. Them my five tips, you know, for you guys. Hopefully, you rookies paying attention. <laughs> I, w- I will say, in harmony with that, that's kind of one of my tips. I don't know if you agree with this or not. You got to use your bench players effectively. And what I mean by that is, don't be the jerk that's like, I don't want other players to get this player, so I'm just going to stash six running backs, seven running backs. Mm-hmm. I've seen people lose because of it. Use yeah. your bench. Your, your bench is not there so you can stash people. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's there for you to use them. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm with you with that 100%. It's, it's there. It's there for a reason. Especially when you when you get a, a person on your bench that's trendy, man. You can slide them in. You got a flex position. That's what they there for. Yeah, exactly. Slide them on up in that flex position. Or you might have a need. They get trendy, trade them. Man, what? But, but don't hold on to the player, of, like like my man might say. Don't hold on to a player with the hopes that somebody you hold, you would hold them for somebody that needs them. Yeah. You're gonna, you don't, I mean, gonna, come on. You're going to lose? Can't, you can't win lose. with six good running backs. You're going to lose? <laughs> I'm telling you, I've done it before. Well, yes, only sir. once. I learned my lesson. But yeah. um, in harmony with yours, uh, I'll be really quick. Here's a couple tips that you might not, might not have said. Uh, try not to let people know who your favorite teams and players are. You will get got. If you name your team the uh, the Migos Giants, I am going to trade you Odell Beckham Jr. I'm going oh, to man. trade you Odell. And I'm going to try to rape your team. I'm going to oh, try to right. get multiple players. Because I know you like Odell Beckham Jr. Don't name your team the can't-get-right Falcons. I'm going to trade you Julio, and I'm going to try to milk you. Do you understand? I have traded somebody. I think one time I traded somebody. They were like a a Chargers fan. And I traded them Phillip Rivers and, like, another player. And I ended up getting, like – uh, a, a crazy running back because I don't even remember who it was. Oh, man. But I got like a crazy running back. I think I got J.I. Yeah. For like Philip Rivers. Wow. 
And I had a quarterback. That's a steal right there. So listen, he, he, he tore it up last year. And when year. you when you let people know your favorite teams and your favorite players, they're going to target you with their trades. Mm. And I have no problem doing it. I have no problem getting rid of a top. Do you think I care? Okay, here's my other rule. No player is untradeable. I don't care. It's just some players have a higher trade amount. Do I care about trading Julio Jones? Sure don't. Do I think about care, care, trading David, uh, uh, what's my boy in um, Arizona? Yeah. David Johnson. Do I yeah. do I care about trading David Johnson? I sure don't. Are you going to give me Le'Veon Bell and Odell Beckham Jr. for him? I take it. <laughs> All right. It just means that some trades oh, might not be ones that you want to do, but no player is untradeable. I don't care who it is. Exactly. Sitting over there talking about a player, I ain't finna trade this player. You're going to get stuck. Exactly. You're going to get stuck. That could be the difference between 30 points or two players that both can put up 30 points. You know what I mean, I've seen it happen. And I, I just want to piggyback off your point um, about not letting people know who your favorite players are. Two years ago, and I lost a champion, fantasy championship because of this too, a guy was dead last. But this one guy loved Keenan Allen. We know Keenan Allen's story. At some point in the year, he gets hurt. Yeah, so every he, year. He offers a trade of Gronk and Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin was just killing it. Mm-hmm. So he gave him Gronk and Travis Benjamin for Keenan Allen. Guess what happens? Keenan oh Allen gets God. hurt the next week. That guy replenishes his season, make it to the finals, and beat me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, don't, don't, don't fall in love with your players, man. Yeah. I just – Trade them if you got to. Uh, release them if you got to. All right. Here's my last point. Don't quit in the middle of the season. Don't do it. Nah. You can pick up players and save your season. You can trade players and save your season. A lot of people, when they number one and number two player get hurt, they just be like, oh, it's over. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's really not. If you, if you just pay attention to the waiver wire, pay attention to the free agency, Get you a player, you can stay competitive. I hate when people quit in the middle, and then you just sit over there like this is an easy team to beat because you just stop playing. Mm-hmm. So, so now it's one of those easy teams to beat, and you know depending on where it falls, man, some people get pissed off because it might be like that win gets you pushed into the playoffs because you ain't playing no more. So I, I think all those are good good tips. Um, please definitely, but number one is please know the settings exactly please know the score exactly that's how you're gonna make the please points, man <laughs> and stop hollering whenever there's a tie between you and the other person and you upset because of how the tie is soft it's in the settings mm, exactly right? tie breakers are in the settings nobody comes up with those on a whim mm-hmm. oh man all right so what's some of the worst things about fantasy football like what's some of the things you hate about it well the number one thing injuries you know yeah, injuries and- suck Injuries um, is what I hate, and um, healthy scratches. A healthy oh, scratch. Oh yeah, I hate healthy, a healthy scratch. scratch. Yeah. Um, for some reason, week thirteen, that's the fantasy championship. I still won because um, Travis Kelsey made up my ground. But halftime, Tom Brady has twenty eight points, and they decide to bench him because they know they already play yep. at that time. Yep. Like, oh my god, killing me. That's one. That's one of the things that'll get you, man. Them are my two things: injuries and, and healthy scratches. I can't stand them. Let me let me hit you with this. This mic on. All right, cool. Um, I can't stand a league that doesn't make any trades. 
Oh, no move. Man. I hate the <laughs> I hate the the hoarder league. Oh yeah, the league yeah. where they just draft people and they like I ain't moving nobody. I don't care. I got thirteen. <laughs> Trade, it's okay. What's the point of playing fantasy? Yeah, they do it. They do cut it people, life. pick up people. It's it's part of it. I hate to see a league with no transactions. That is the most boring thing ever. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. So now, I mean, don't get me wrong. You got yourself a team. You got yourself a team. Yes, sir. But even when I had myself a team, I'm trying to make the team better. Exactly. I don't mind trading <clears throat> like a good player to just sitting on my bench. Mm-hmm. I remember what last year I had Larry Fitzgerald. He was on my bench. I tried him. Folks was like, why you ain't keep him? For what? So he can sit on the bench? Exactly. What, I'm counting bench points because yeah, of waiting exactly. for a tiebreaker? No, thank you. Exactly. I trade him. And yes, I think sir. I traded him, got a better running – traded him and a running back, got a better running back. I draft my um, my bench with trade prospects. Mm-hmm. In case somebody go down, I got this guy on go. the bench. That, that's that's a, some value that'll help me get where I need to be. There you go. That's another, that's another well, uh, draft tip, you know. Draft for draft and trade prospects too, because if you got something to offer, you're gonna get something out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, and it could be the thing to save your season. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little strategy. Um, we kind of talked about it earlier. Don't take a quarterback in the first round. What do you take? Do you take running back? Do you take wide receiver? Okay, people have always bashed me about this, and I know you're gonna bash me too. But I always go receiver first round. Oh yeah, I'm finna back. Well, this, no, it depends. It depends because I'm gonna tell you why. It's this is a pass. This is a passing league. This is true. Um, and and people say, well, you got to get your running backs. There ain't a whole lot of them. But when you look at the first round, there's only a few. Like I can think of five. That's um that's that's drafted in the first round. What running you, backs. Running backs. That's worth, worth the first round. Worth pick? the first round pick. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, um, David Johnson. David Johnson. Those three. I would throw free. Late first round. Um, I don't take free see, in the first but round. See, That's but not see, I, I would never do that. But see, but, but don't you see, you get the point of what I'm saying. It's not yeah. many many running backs worth drafting the first round. And plus, you got to look at the way the league set up too. You can get some good serviceful numbers in the later rounds because the league has this running back by committee. That's very true. You got true. a lot of pass catching backs that can give you some good RB2 numbers or lower end RB1 numbers. Very true. So that's why I never go running back. I always go receiver because I want to get those monsters. I want to get at least my three receivers, especially that three wide receiver set up, I want three in the top ten. And I always get it every year. And people looking at me like, why are you drafting receivers so early? And you know what I ask them? Why am I in the finals every year or winning it every year? <laughs> Fair <laughs> so statement. That, so Fair statement. There you go. That's, Fair I, statement. I go receiver first round. I go running back. Um, I love to get my running back just because – not because I agree with you. Wide receivers are key in mm-hmm. fantasy football. But there's such a drop-off with running backs. Yeah. Like you got about three or four, and then there's a huge drop-off. And then you got about another six – and then the drop-off is drastic. Yeah, exactly. You wait to the sixth round for a running back, and you're going to be trying to pick through <laughs> Carlos Hyde. And, and man, it, it gets ugly. Yeah. So that's why I like to take my running back early. But I don't discredit you for taking your wide receiver. I like taking a skill position. Mm-hmm. I don't like taking a quarterback first round. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. You get you a nice quarterback fourth round, fifth round, sixth round. Exactly. Happens every year. Uh, let me also say this. For you people that take a kicker before <laughs> the last two rounds, I hate you. Are you that guy? Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to say I hate you. Oh, I can't man. stand you. I can't stand the person that's like, I'm going to get him. 
let me draft Dan Bailey in the 10th round. Okay, you're stupid. You're very stupid. You're stupid. Because when you get to the ninth and 10th round, you're looking for, man, there's some, there's some value out there. In, in, oh, absolutely. And your, and your rookies that that's you know haven't really had a chance to prove themselves but have a lot of upside. Yep. Not only that, but defensive teams um, and defensive players. Um, I got to get on my boy. He's my buddy. I love him to death, but he calls himself Milk Money, and he drafts a, a defender in the fifth round. Not that early. Nope. <laughs> yes, a Not defender. That early. Well, it depends. What's the score? Well, What's the score? Because I'm in a league where the, it's about five def- individual I defensive players. I think it's a point of tackle, um, half a point for assist tackles, and you know, um, two points for sacks and things like that. But, man, my thing is, it's the fifth round, man. You ain't even yeah, got the nucleus fifth. of your starters. Not fifth. And you reaching for a defender. But That seventh round, I ain't going to lie. I'm the person that jumps at an individual <laughs> defensive player. Oh, no, man, I, can't, I'm the I one, can't do it. Like, I'm in a league where you get a full point for half a tackle and a full point wow. and a half for a full tackle and all the other stuff, sacks and interceptions, all that other got stuff, you, tackles you. for loss, all that. You. you think I'm not going to jump up there and take uh, Luke Keekley <laughs> or somebody? Normally, I normally – I normally don't get um. Sometimes I don't even draft defensive players. I pick them up out of free agency. That's you know? not that's not that's not far off base either. Yeah, because you're gonna drop them. You're yeah. gonna drop them. I'm telling like you. Like we're like we're um. What's what um. Rashad Jones. Yep. Um. I had to drop him this week because of un. You no know, one of them unforeseen circumstances. You got Hurricane um. Armor coming in. Oh and, yeah. Um. And and their game is canceled, so he's not gonna do anything for me the first week. True indeed. And I, right. don't ha- I don't have a back. I don't have a bench on my spot for defensive players or kickers. Yeah, that's just not what I. That's just not no. what I do. No, for you players, that <laughs> if y'all take two kickers, man, I hate you. Yeah, that's why, man. That's that's just you terrible. You need to find a new hobby, man. If you, fantasy football ain't for you, if you're gonna have two kickers, and that's just not I what barely I barely have man. two defenses. So I had to, I had to um, drop my defender and get somebody else for week one. Yeah. Right. All right, so that's cool. All right, man. So let's get to the the meat and and, and potatoes of fantasy football. I always look for my sleepers early. Um, that's one of the first things I research. I look for my sleepers. Who's some of the sleepers for 2017, man? You got on your just unveil your secrets. Okay. Well, I, like we said in the beginning, give me give me two to this point. You know, um, everybody should have done their draft. So this gonna shock you right here. Your sleepers this year. I give you two of my two top sleepers. Uh huh. Chris Hogan. New England Patriots. Oh yeah, Chris Hogan. I don't even know if he's sleeping now. He, he, Everybody well, should know to draft about, Chris Hogan, but but a lot of people don't. He he, yes. he, he, will, he will stay out even with Julian Edelman getting hurt. Nobody, the boy showed what he could do last year. Hey man, <laughs> and Bel- and Powell with the New York Jets. Oh okay, I thought about Bilal Powell. Yes sir. I'm I'm just I'm just in a mode where I'm staying away from New York Jet players. Well, I understand that they they because they in sale mode. Yeah, they they gonna suck this year, but it's all good for Bilal Powell because my man catch passes out the backfield and he runs that ball. Look what he did in that third preseason. That's game. fair. That's a good point. You know, so over a hundred yards receiving. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be times in the game where they're gonna get behind pretty fast. You know, and they're gonna need them little quick checkdowns. You know, and, and things a good point. like that. So I, I a think losing team a does check year. the ball down. I think he's gonna have a good year. You know, um, in the PPR um, league, if you look yeah. if you're in a standard league where you depend on rushing yards, don't count on it because they're gonna get behind fast and early up there, right? In New Jersey, and I think I think my top two are Chris Hogan and Bilal Powell. All right, I'm gonna give you two. My number one sleeper, drum roll, is old Ted Ginn Jr. Oh, he on my list. 
Hey man, listen. Oh my God. Listen. He, he in is New on Orleans. <laughs> Ted Ginn is in New Orleans with the Aints. I can't stand the team, but yeah. keep it a buck with you. If that man Drew Brees at home and he got a speedster, you play him. My God. Ted Ginn, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there. He probably good for five to six touchdowns this year. Easy. I think five more. to six. I'm, I'm predicting more. No, you're gonna get your value for Ted again early as early as week one because they playing the Vikings and Michael Thomas is gonna see every day of Xavier Rose. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's absolutely. gonna open it up for Ted again and he returning punts. I repeat. Is he? And he returning punts. Is I he? repeat. And he returning punts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So see. you're gonna get your value. On that's that. why number so one, right? The that's 10. why I say more than six time, um, six um touchdowns. That man got some jets on him. He liable to take it to the house at any time. He gonna do some. He gonna make some noise. Yeah. Um. The, the Saints' other receiver, uh, of course, Michael Thomas, he's number one. Yeah. Ain't, ain't no taking that spot. But, you know, guys like Willie Sneed, uh, he got Man. suspended. Yeah. And besides, uh, Keanu Neal knocked you out. <laughs> but, um, but um, uh, Ted Ginn oh, Jr., man, we seen what he do. We, we seen what he does in a stretch team. He killed it in Carolina. Mm-hmm. He is going to kill it with Drew Brees. I'm telling you. Man. I'm telling you. Who my guy that left uh, New uh, New Orleans, went to New England? Uh, uh, Brandon Coleman. Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, yeah. All right. So, listen. <laughs> he going to take Brandon Cooks. <laughs> he going to take Brandon Cooks deep balls. I'm telling you. Now, now I got I to gotta, um, give you props on Ted again, being a sleeper. But it's like you said earlier. He in that Chris Hogan class. People should know about him right now. And guess what? He came from Carolina, so he knows the NFC South. Yeah, he does. So he's he going to light him up, going to burn it up. He's going to do some big things yeah. down there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so my number two is Austin Hooper. You should know. That's on my list as well. Should, <laughs> hey, man, listen. Great, great minds. I'm telling you, man. I've been drafted. <laughs> I've been drafted recently. I've yeah. been catching Hooper in the 10th round. Yeah, I got him in both uh, of my 13th leagues. round. Yep. Man, he is – I'm not saying make him your number one. I'm saying take him as your second tight end. Exactly. I've looked at the first three preseason games of the Atlanta Falcons. He was involved in every single touchdown mm-hmm. drive, and they mm-hmm. made it a point to get him the ball. Exactly. I'm telling you, Austin Hooper is going to be a player. And is he going to blow it out the water? No. Nope. He's gonna I be don't a think factor. so. But, yeah, I absolutely think he's good for about – 550 uh, yards and probably like if if this offense for the Falcons is any remote resemblance to last year, he's good for five, six touchdowns. Exactly. Just to let you know, I had Austin Hooper as my third sleeper and Ted Ginn as my fourth. They both was on my list Man. right back together. Them your number. That's your number <laughs> yep. one and two. Great mind. Thank Who you. Who else like, you got man. on there? Let's see. Um, Let's see. I had um Chris Hogan, number one, Bilal Powell, Austin Hooper, Ted Ginn, and P.R. Garçon. And, um, P.R. Garcon and San Fran. Oh, San he Fran, know the number system. One, number one offense. Number one option out there. Yeah, number yeah. one option. Yeah. He knows the offense. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Kyle Shanahan. Exactly. If one thing Kyle Shanahan does is force it to his number one option. Yeah, you go. I mean, just don't press it, but he going to get this. He going to get you some yeah. numbers. He ain't going to run the ball. We know yeah. that. We saw the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jerk. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yep. Here's, yep. here's a few more I got. Um. This was the, my my last two may shock you, but I got Rob Kelly. That should be known by now. Yeah, Rob Kelly in Washington. He's the number one running back. Exactly. He's gonna get the touches. Um, my only issue with him, he's not gonna really get the third down touches. That goes to Chris Thompson. But I I, I like Rob Kelly. 
I think he's going to do well. Here's some shockers. Corey Coleman, uh, Cleveland Browns. Listen, I had that's not a shocker for me. I had Corey Coleman last year. He got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Every game he played in last year, he balled or he got the targets. Mm-hmm. Always pay attention who get the targets. He got the targets. Yeah, him and Deshaun develop a chemistry up there too, and to build Deshaun's confidence. Another another sleeper too, Duke Johnson. Even though oh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. the starter, so they third they, down back. Yeah, the the, the build his confidence up. Confidence up. They gonna have him dumping them on the checkoff to Duke Johnson. Yep. Now you know Coleman good for them little short slant cutting routes. So yep. he's gonna get you. He's I'm telling you, you, that money, Corey Coleman. Year. Keep an eye on him. Yeah, I'm telling you, he he might do something. I know you. We probably looking like why take a Cleveland? I'm <laughs> telling you, there's no Terrell Pryor, there's no Andrew Hawkins, there's no Gary Barnage. Mm-hmm. I want to say they cut some more folks, like. He is your guy. Exactly. He's going to get gonna you some targets. And they are going to be losing a lot, so they're going to have plenty of catch-up garbage mm, points. Exactly. Um, and my last guy, going to sound like a shocker, because why is he a sleeper? LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is taking way too low in fantasy leagues right now. They just cut their number two running back, who was more than viable. Yeah. I, it is very clear LaShawn McCoy is going to be carrying the ball – a lot, and they have two fullbacks on this team. Mm. Two, Patrick DeMarco, and I think Mike Tolbert. Yeah, ooh, two good for. I didn't know they had yeah. Mike Tolbert. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So man. listen, listen, that's two of the best in the <laughs> listen. Lashawn <laughs> McCoy is going to be a workhorse if he is healthy. He's probably going to be the number three or four best running back in the league. Yeah, in in fantasy league. Um, pay attention to LaShawn McCoy, man. You get to that third round and you see him, get him. And y'all got to remember this. Before you even heard of Le'Veon Bell, that was LaShawn McCoy. Oh, yeah. Putting that out there. Oh, yeah. One of the best pass-catching bats in the league um, in his heyday. But I still think he got a lot left left in the tank. Oh, yeah. And a lot to give in fantasy value. All right, so let's jump to it. Let's let's get to players that you want to avoid or players that may be overvalued. Give me a couple. Uh, Let's see, let's see. Uh, Players that you want to I, I can jump out the box right now and tell you somebody who you want to avoid. And this might actually kind of hurt me to say, but I think he, he's good for the for for real live football, but I don't think he's going to be good for fantasy. Don't jump out the box for Taylor Gabriel. I don't think he's going to replicate what he did last year. Yeah, I just don't. Now, if he does end up taking the punt return duties, which I think they toyed with in the, play, in the preseason, that's different. But right now, I just see Austin Hooper cutting into his his Yeah, ain't enough balls to go around. Yeah. That's a good thing, you know, for Atlanta fans. They have that much talent on the offense, but ain't enough balls to go around. But so Taylor is like Taylor Gabriel. He's the exciting player yeah. that everybody's looking at as, you know, probably like the third person to draft on his team or the fourth person. Yeah. Listen, you're talking about he's behind Julio, Sanu, uh, in my opinion, Hooper. Hooper. Uh, Freeman and Tevin Coleman. You but, take your chance if you want to, but you're not gonna get. I just don't know if he's gonna replicate last year. Uh, and, and one player comes to mind she want to avoid. Um, is, is everybody? A lot of people gonna hate me for saying this, but Beast Mode Marshawn. Oh God, I drafted I'm gonna, him. I'm gonna explain twice. to you why. I'm gonna explain to you why. Okay, Beast Mode was brought to Oakland. 
to do dirt the dirty grimy work. That's but true. But he also was brought to Oakland to um to 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 present a culture, you know, tough, rugged, championship winning token. He wanted to win the championship in there. So he gonna get a lot of short yardage. Um he gonna be the short yards back. He gonna be the goal line back. But you got the Dwayne DeAndre Washington and you got Jalen Rashad. Hey man, Washington's really nice, man. I like him. Yeah, I like and, him. And then you got Jalen Rashad. He's the best pass catching back, and yep. also he's returning punts and whatnot. They're going to cut into his workload yeah. as a runner, unless he just had one of those years, the one of those, eight, those Adrian Peterson years, and he just yeah. come back, you I, know, I, just punch people in the mouth. I would avoid him. He's good for 10, 15 on a good day, fifteen points on a good okay. day. He's going to be. He gonna be a consistent I, lower I end RB two. I think that's right. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, that's 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 my that's my um player that I tried to avoid in the draft. I love Beast Mode to death. You know, when I played football, man, I felt like I ran like Beast Mode. <laughs> you know, so no, I ain't. But I'm but but again, this is fantasy football. You know, uh, he wanted my. You ran like Mike Oscott. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Ain't no shade that's on that. A, ain't no shade. Ain't, ain't no shade on that. I take I take Mike Oscott. He was Oscott. He was a man. He was a man down in Tampa Bay, but. My thing is, I'm with you I on love, that. I, I I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, he but he he's he's gonna he's gonna shake Oakland up in a lot more ways than just on the field, man. And you're gonna see a you're gonna see a different. I I pick Oakland as a favorite to beat New England this year. They they have Ooh, the best yeah, chance to beat New England do. in the AFC. It's just a whole thing that Beast Mode brain being a local person from there and uh-huh. things like that. But it's not gonna translate into fantasy points. Yeah. So I got another know. one. I got another guy you want to stay away from. Let me let me say this. I don't want to say stay away from him. He's overvalued. Don't overvalue LeGarrette Blunt. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, look at his best years. His best years come when his contract is going to be up. (laughs) That's one. Two, his best years has come under New England. He's in Philly. Mm -hmm. Whole different ball game. All right. I'm just saying – LeGarrette Blunt might not be the best running back fantasy wise on that team, especially if his PPR. Exactly. His PPR is probably Darren Sproles. Yeah. I would even I go, uh, what's his name? I want to say his name, Smallwood. Keep your eye on him. I'm just saying LeGarrette Blunt, prepare for some disappointment. Because to me, I'm not saying LeGarrette Blunt's bad, but I'm saying, are you okay with him possibly getting five rushing touchdowns? Because that might be what he gets. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't gonna have. He that. might not make the double digits. <laughs> he, uh, that was just something special last year. Yeah, man, what he did, man. Um, at a time that they needed with all with a lot of injuries. So I'm just so, saying, Legarrette Blunt, careful, careful. Yeah, I'm with you on Legarrette Blunt. So so far we got um uh, we got Beast Mode, Legarrette Blunt, and Taylor Gabriel. Yep. And by the way, for you new guys that you don't want to listen, um, one of the top guys in my league drafted Taylor Gabriel, and he has released him. And this is with the injuries to Cameron Meredith. No, he drafted Cameron yeah. Meredith. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Meredith got hurt. But he still saw, saw the need to let go of Taylor Gabriel because the, the, the fantasy is not yeah. going to be there. He may have one or two games where he get 20 points off oh, of absolutely. the screen. He's scoring a touchdown or something. I'm, I don't think he's going to get more than two or three touchdowns this year. I'm just being honest. Ooh. That that might be realistic though. Yeah. Like I said, I think he's behind all those players. Yeah. That's a lot to be six. Exactly. And let's be honest, as much as I can't stand Kyle Shanahan, he was a great mind. Mm-hmm. So you lose that too. 
you know, I, I just don't see Taylor Gabriel doing what he did last year. But he's going to have a great impact on the field. Yeah, I just don't see what he did last year exactly. to be there. So be careful. I'm going to give you one more person. Everybody is so excited for Deshaun Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am, too. Where are you drafting him is my question. If you drafting him all all high and all that, no, 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 no. You still got Cameron Brait. You still got O.J. Howard, who actually mm-hmm. looked good in the preseason. Exactly. Uh, You got pass-catching running backs. You who, got Mike Evans. Yeah, be Mike Evans. To. Doug Martin, who I don't even believe in, but he catches passes. Jaquiz Rogers, who's going to start the season off. That's pass catcher. He catches passes as well. Deshaun Jackson, to this day, only runs four routes. (laughs) All of them deep. I'm telling you. It's not going to be Don't hit your wagon. Don't don't just. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. Draft him. I will. But I'm drafting him somewhere around 12, 13, 14. There, there you go right there. I'm not there taking I'm not taking him anywhere above 10. And that's 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 what the with the hopes that if Mike Evans go down and you got um right. um D-Jax as a man on um, the next man up. And basically man, is you got to understand how Dirk Cutter thinks. It's strategy, man. He everybody knows who Deshaun Jackson is and his speed. He just got to take pressure off of Mike Evans, point blank. Yep. Yeah. In the passing game. That's what he's yeah. there for. Don't get me wrong. He's going to get his screen plays. But yeah. I'm telling you, the way that team is set up, it ain't set up for him to just blow the top. It ain't. I would take – listen to me. I would take Ted Ginn over Deshaun Jackson. Just let you know. I would take Corey Coleman over Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm not – that's not me knocking uh, him. Definitely Corey Coleman. I'm, I'm People just, don't know about Corey Coleman. Definitely, they looking a, at him a, like yeah. he's a Cleveland Brown. Like, like I'm you. saying, man, I don't even consider him as a sleeper. He should be. It should. He should be yeah. known as a yeah. as a draft pick, man. I hate. I, I hate. I didn't get him this year, but I went with Corey Davis this year. I just. Oh yeah, Corey I, Davis. I, I just yeah. see something, man. I like him. Yeah, I like know, him. So hopefully that you know that that pays off for me. Uh, give yeah. me a breakout or a shocking player. Breakout or a shocking or play, player. I got a real shocking one. You you might not even like me for it. Uh, well, let's see. Who's going? Who do we? Who do we think going to um, break out this year? For me, my who breakout player that? is Jay Cutler. Oh my God, man! This has been such a good podcast. I know, man. man. Don't ruin it, man. <laughs> listen, oh man. Listen, <laughs> he back in the system yeah. that he thrives in, and he has Jarvis Landry. Ooh, I'm telling you, he can he gonna put up some 15 catch uh game. I promise you he gonna get him a 14, 15 catch game. Mm. And that team is not good enough in that division to be able to run the ball like they want to with JJ. They man. are going to have to throw, and it's going to be. But we talking about Jake Cutler, man. I'm telling you, Jake. We're in, the, we're in the NFC Championship, and, and, and I'm hurt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I'm, I'm hurt. Just, and, and he's, he even admitted, I ain't uh, been practicing all that stuff. I ain't yeah, been working out. Yeah, he's just I'm, too nonchalant. My thing me, is man. this. When you get to, you're going to get to a point in your league where you're going to be drafting, you're going to be like, dang, should I pick up Joe Flacco? Or should I pick up Tyrod Taylor? Should I pick up Jay Cutler? Don't be surprised if Jay Cutler leapfrogs them guys. Jay Cutler mm. might be a guy that's not on everybody's t- 
team right now who may be on everybody's team by week five. That's what I'm saying. I hope you're right, man. But ah, oh, man, nah, not Jay Cutler. That's real breakout. That's surprise, surprise breakout. My breakout player is gonna like I say again, um, like we said earlier. I think Tyreek Hill is gonna have a big year, and it's only because Spencer Ware got hurt. Yeah, you know, he, did. he he he's that gadget player that can take a carry out the backfield. That can take a, the the Andy Reid has made it known that he's gonna be heavily involved in this offense. He's gonna be there to um, take the pressure off Kareem Hunt. You know, for a little bit with the little short go routes. Oh, absolutely. Um, and the swing out passes. I think he's gonna have a, a very good year. And my um and I, I think the rookie, Corey Day, they, Corey Davis, what you gotta understand about Corey Davis. He didn't see him in the preseason. But he had an awesome camp. And they took him number five overall. Yeah. They ain't do that for no reason. Yeah. So That's I true. think once he gets in the rhythm, he gonna um he gonna be a rookie of the year candidate. Okay. Yeah. I'm with that. Uh, one more player to kind of avoid. Y'all should know this by now, but I don't think y'all do. Kind of stay away from Adrian Peterson. I'm just, I, I, oh, I hate to say that. Yes, sir. I yes, hate to sir. say that, but yes, listen. <laughs> listen, this comes from somebody who's in the NFC South. Yes, sir. Drew Brees oh, does not hand the ball off. Yeah. All right. He had a more than service of running back several years, and he didn't mm-hmm. hand it off. All right. Adrian Peterson is not going to be that pound the rock we we up by 15 so we get to pound the rock all day. They don't have a good enough defense for that. So I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of throwing. And they got two pass-catching running backs. Neither one of them name is Adrian Peterson. I take exactly. that much. I'm going to go on the limb. I'm going to go on a big limb. The best fantasy back in the PPR league in New Orleans this year is going to be Alvin Kamara. Yes, sir. I promise you it's yeah. going to be. That's why I drafted Absolutely. him. Absolutely. He's going to be He's going to because he – I mean, look at what he did in the preseason. I think they and cut to me, Tavares Cadet, if I'm not and, mistaken. And, and, and to me, he has more upside than Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson. I think he's going to be their back, back of the future. So oh, I, you, I for, totally for agree. You, for you dynasty league players, that's a good stash for y'all, Alvin Kamara. But mark my words, by the end of the year, with what this what this kid can do, man, he's gonna be the best back in New Orleans as far as fantasy point go. Mark Mark Ingram gonna get his carries. AP gonna get his carries. AP is gonna get hurt. But yeah. matter of fact, Tavares Cadet was released by the Saints, who was their best pass catcher. It is now Alvin. Alvin Kamara. People remember. I keep preaching that name. People looking at me. What you picked him up? You picked him up? Yeah, I didn't even draft him because I knew people would sleep on him. Yep. So I uh, it was yeah. Hey, it is what it is. I got him in both of my leagues. He's gonna be the best down catching, pass catching back, and I guarantee you, somebody in one of my leagues is gonna listen to this podcast. It's one of my leagues I ain't got him in. He's still <laughs> in free agency yet. I guarantee you, he's gonna be gone by tomorrow. He probably <laughs> will be. People tuning in, you know. All right, man. So that's our fantasy. If you have any questions, man, hit us up. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can hit us up on on Twitter. You can hit us up, man. We'll we'll, we'll answer any questions that you got, man. I ain't perfect at it, but I'm pretty good at fantasy football. Let's talk yes, a little sir. NFL real quick, man. Um, I don't want to go into who's gonna win and what the records are and all that stuff. I just want to know: Are there any teams that you think are gonna surprise this year? Regular NFL, not fantasy. My number one team who's going to surprise you, and people going to laugh at me, is Cleveland Browns. Oh, man. <laughs> you talking about this is a I'm good podcast. This podcast is it. over. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why, man. They're going to surprise you this year. They're going to be a six-win team. 
Um, and that's that's a long way for Cleveland. They got, okay, they, I don't they, think I don't think you far off base. They they um they're gonna be a six win win team here. I really I really like what I saw in Deshaun, his scrambling ability, his scrambling to to stand the play, yeah. not so much to to break the pocket. He has good pocket presence, and look at what the man got. He has Corey Coleman, he has Duke Johnson, he has Isaiah Crowell to pound the rock, and he has yeah. Kenny Britt to go dick. Yeah. I mean to go to go deep. We're not editing that out. <laughs> we are not editing deep, that man. out. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I just said that. But he got Kenny Britt yeah. to go deep. Yeah. So they got they got enough pieces up that they're gonna they're gonna punch a few people in the mouth. Now I'm not saying Cleveland gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna be a six win team, seven at the yeah. most. But um, but and I like that new tight end they got too. Um, David and um and Joku. I think he's. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I didn't draft them because rookie tight ends, they, they man, yeah. they struggle. I mean, yeah. it's not every day that a grunt or the other fool, Aaron Hernandez, and we just ruined his career. Isn't or, or you know, or Jordan Reed or Travis Kelsey? It's very few, few that them guys like that come around. But around week five and six, he gonna start getting into his own and, and just watch him to, to shot people. And um, and another one I got, I hate to say it, Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. know they're asleep. I don't even know if they're a sleeper surprise team now, man. I think I think people a see lot it. Of people ain't talking about them, no man. I think they, they see it, man. They in our division. I think the Falcons gonna take care of business, but um, I think Tampa Bay, they gonna they gonna make some noise this year. Tampa Tampa's super talented. They got themselves a quarterback. They got themselves an offense. They got themselves some defensive players, man. They just gotta stay healthy, man. That that's mm-hmm. a really good team. That's yes, a sir. really good team. They gotta stay healthy though. They stay healthy, they good, um, and get rid of Doug Martin. Just it's time. It's time for him get to get rid go of Doug Martin and think about the future. Get rid of Doug Martin. Yeah. But that team, that team is talented. Um, I am actually going to stick in the same division, even though I do think the Falcons are going to win this division. That may be my bias. I don't care. Um, Carolina Panthers. Um, I know that might shock a lot of people because of how bad they were last year. Oh, man. Listen, Carolina Panthers still have the former MVP Cam Newton, and they gave him nothing but tools to work with. I love that. Um, Their defense still needs work, but that defense had a chance to jail for another year. Mm -hmm. You still got beast in there like K-1 shirt. Came on short, yep. Luke Keekly. Like you still got beast on this team. And you got a new, you got Peppers coming back. You know, kind of bringing yeah. some vet- to, veteran, to bring the veteran presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think this. Put it like this, I don't think this team is going to be the team you saw last year. The, the kind of flunky, just messing up everywhere. Kelvin Benjamin came into this offseason fat. If you saw him in the preseason, he ain't fat no more. That boy is. Yeah, he's he jumping he, over people this he year. He made some noise, man. I, uh, yeah. So I still ain't drafting though, but I think I might regret that later on. Yeah, I think yeah. I am gonna try yeah. to target him in my neck in my last lead that I'm drafting in. But I'm telling you, man, Carolina Panthers is not gonna be a pushover this year. Yeah. That is not gonna happen. So it's gonna really be a battle between, in my opinion, between Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. It's gonna be a tight race. For real. Pay attention to that. I also think in the NFC East, watch out for Philadelphia. Um if 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 this guy doesn't have a rookie, you know, a second year uh, regression, Carson Wentz, and if he just doesn't yes, lose sir. games, that team's talented enough to win. Mm-hmm. It really is. And on defense, they really talented enough to exactly. win. Exactly. Um I I'm telling you, I, well, let's talk about it. teams that are overrated since I'm talking about the same division. 
Sorry, Cowboys fans. Dallas Cowboys. That's my number one overrated team. I just, (laughs) I don't know about you. I don't see the same focus that I see from, like, you see Seattle from last year playoffs. Mm -hmm. They have seen focus. You see Green Bay. They have seen focus. I don't see it from Dallas. I don't at all. I feel like Dallas feel like it's a given. First of all. They're very immature to me. Yeah, the suspension is looming for Ezekiel Elliott. That's one. Two. Dak Prescott has to go through that second year. That's not me saying that he's a bad quarterback. I'm just saying it's second year. Number three, last year was the easiest schedule. It just was. This year you got a hard schedule. The Giants are not to be played with in that division. Not. And to me, Philadelphia is not to be played with in that division. Yeah. And if we keep it in 100, if you don't do what you're supposed to do against Washington, you're going to mess around and lose one against them. And I just think all she wrote. I just think it's going to be tough for them to repeat what they did last year. Could they win the division? Yes, I think it's going to be tough. I think Tennessee is probably going to win that division. In my opinion, that's probably going to be the Giants. That's that's every year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, division. but last year, you know, Cowboys just. Yeah, just. I mean, just, what did they lose? One game, they, two. I think they lost one one in the division. Yeah, they I, lost, I think they, they, they lost to the the first one to the Giants. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't. I don't yeah. think they lost much. I don't think they're going to repeat. Don't think you're gonna see that again last year. No, I I just don't. I don't see it. Uh, if Dak Prescott take another leap, yeah, sure. And and he's more than talented to do so. I just don't hold your breath. I'm telling you, don't hold your breath. All right, man. Uh, really quick, I want to talk about the AFC West, which features uh Kansas City Chiefs, Oakland Raiders, Denver Broncos, Los Angeles Chargers. I have argued to people that this is probably going to be the toughest division. They say I'm crazy. Yes, sir. No, you're not crazy. They say it's still the NFC East. I'm sorry. When the Chargers are probably your worst team, that's tough. And you can't forget about the defense of Kansas City and and just, just that's that potential in Oakland. They're going to – people don't realize um, – Oakland's Kansas, nasty. They're very nasty. And Kansas City, they made the playoffs last year. But they yep. was tired. That yep. division punches each other in the mouth, yep. man. I'm telling you. And Denver, listen, everybody keep talking about something. Denver ain't got no offense. It doesn't matter when that defense still looks the way it does. Exactly. And you got Emmanuel Sanders and, and, and Damaris Thomas who's going to get 1,000 plus yards yeah. no matter who behind center. Exactly. I mean, just. So, yeah. I mean, that, cakewalk. that's the toughest division. It still is. I'm sorry. Um, of course, the. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. And before I move off this, man, and we start to wrap up the show, man, I can't stand New England Patriots, man. They got the easiest division in the world. The world. Exactly. You sitting in a division with the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills. <laughs> How? And they talking about some this is a dynasty. Oh, of course it's a yeah, dynasty. Yeah, man. Y'all getting six easy wins every year. Jesus man, you get Christ. The, you get to play the people in the playoffs who play in more tougher divisions than you. Who have been beat on more than you? Yeah, and and of course you you know you just run right over. That's that's my opinion about the Patriots. They have it way too easy to get to the playoffs, man. Because uh, if you so win all your division, if you win your division, you in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, but I don't knock them for it. I mean, that's that division. Yeah. It's the Jets for screwing it up. It's the the Dolphins for screwing it up. It's the Bills for screwing it up. The Bills especially. The Bills don't went through so many top players and just shipped them out. I mean, it's they fault, but still. I hate the Patriots. Jesus Christ, they got the easiest road. Man, Every geez. year. 
Dang it. And no, let's not forget they got Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, much as you like to hate him, but you got to admit, man, them, the, 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 the best one coach. the greatest coach, coaches the greatest played coach the game ever. and one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game. I'm not going to say that. Down. I'm not going to say that. Whoa. Oh, man. I'm not going to say gotta that. I got to give it to Brady. I don't Tom have... Brady is the second best. No. Let me think. Let me think about what I'm about to say. Yeah, you're going to think long hard about this. I can't... take that back. No. I don't, no. He's the second. <laughs> no. He's the number one system quarterback system to ever quarterback. play the game. Man, you can put nobody's around Brady. He looked like all, all – like, I mean, people would not know who Deion Branch is if it, if it wasn't That's true. for Tom Brady. You could put nobody's at quarterback, and they will still do the same thing. Uh, yeah. Matt Castle. Jacoby Brissett, third-string oh quarterback, God. won a game last year. I, I agree with you on that one. But man. It's just something special about Tom, man, just the, that ability to make I mean, people I'm around a, him better. I'm not going to knock him too much, but I'm just saying he's a, he's a system. He in a system. He in a system, system, system. <laughs> system quarterback. System quarterback. Don't oh, get mad. Man. He's a system quarterback. I apologize. But hey, he got the best, he got the best coach. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably ever. And he's gonna be in that discussion of best coach ever. Yeah, they 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 just straight ice cube slash Debo the Falcons last year. Yeah. The Falcons would Debo everybody in the playoffs. Ran over everybody in the oh, playoffs. Man. And was beating the crap out of New England. You know, oh, he's really. Yeah. But he he he. he you know, he's a strategist, man, and he found a way to make it happen. <laughs> oh, God, I hate you, New England, man. All right, man. So we're not gonna do a rank on today because we're running out of time. But let's jump to the man law violation into a, a dealing with fantasy football. So I don't know if you heard this story. A Florida man was arrested for child abuse because. His two-year-old was able to. This two-year-old was able to leave his care and start walking outside. Why? Because he was trying to complete his fantasy draft. Uh, this guy, 27 years old, um, he was setting up his fantasy roster on his phone when the two-year-old just went missing. He didn't even know. A six-year-old had to come up to him and be like, "Hey, this such and such kid is gone." Before they knew it, the two-year-old was like a thousand feet away from the residence. Did this man violate man law by losing a two-year-old by doing a fantasy draft? I'm going to go first. This man did violate man law, but there's a reason why. A lot of people lose kids, all right? <laughs> a lot of people lose kids. I'm being a hundred. A lot of people lose kids. <laughs> a lot of people make – a lot of parents, loving parents, make oh, mistakes. Yeah. I have a problem with this man. Men are thinkers. We are fixers. We are creators. We like to build things. You couldn't tell me you couldn't figure out a way to systematically keep this two-year-old and this six-year-old in the same spot till you finish your draft? Nah, bro. I would have tethered this kid to the door. I would have tied him up and say, hey, can y'all see how fast you can get the other one out of these uh, Windsor knots of any time? <laughs> You could have built a clubhouse and stood in front of the clubhouse and did your draft. <laughs> there are a lot of ways that men yeah. avoid watching kids. This is what we do. But we're clever with it. Exactly. You <laughs> had to be doing, I mean, you were just being stupid. 
There's no way a two-year-old leaves a man's care when we got stuff in the house like rope and cardboard box <laughs> and doors. I think you're getting along the line of child abuse there, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, just don't go together, rope, cardboard box. I'm just saying, <laughs> how hard is it to go to that six-year-old yeah, and two-year-old yeah. and say, play cowboys and Indians. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to tie them to the chair. You that. get them out. I understand that. I just, that's the part of man law that he violated. Mm -hmm. How could you not be creative enough? Turn on the PlayStation. Do something. I don't understand how you allow a two-year-old to walk out when you are a man. We all don't watch kids. Let me tell you something. Men don't watch kids. I'm being honey. We we watch them for like an hour total. We keep them busy. We keep, keep them, them busy. Occupied with something. So how was he not able to keep them occupied during the fantasy draft? Fancy draft lasts how long? Man, if a year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, an hour, or so, hour, maybe if that. Hour know. and a half. Yeah. You could keep them busy for an hour and a half. Exactly, man. You Coloring books, video games. It's something. Come you know on, that little, you know that stupid show that he wants to watch when it's time to watch football. You know, put on the Paw Patrol. I know all this because I got a nephew that yep. does that to me too. Um, Mickey Mouse Club, whatever it is he like, put that on for him, man. Yep. And just. His favorite movie, his favorite cartoon movie. Hey, sit right here, man. Play the Lion King for him or something while you do your draft. Yes. That That's just, why I say he violated man law. What do you exactly. say? Well, I say he he violated the man law because he, you know, like I say, when it comes to watching the game, you know, the selfish man in us, we got <laughs> sneaky ways to keep the kids. I'm telling you. know, um, but in the game, man, you got to kind of think about the morals of it too, man. You got to make sure that your kid's safe and everything. Yeah. Uh, every, nothing, nothing should come before your kids, even fantasy football. It shouldn't, but it does sometimes. We understand Let's you get excited it, yeah. for that brief one moment. But like I said, like you, I, I'm with you on that, man. He, it's, it's so many other things he could have did to keep that kid busy and keep him from walking out the house. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. I, I, so I'm with you 100%. Two-year-old, man, you just got to keep it. Hey, you want to practice time my shoe? Here. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. You can feed the kid, give them junk food. Yeah. For the kid to have walked out the door, mm. go down the street to the point where someone found the kid, changed the kid diaper, got him mm -mm, some clothes, man. and called the police, you were being stupid. Yeah, man, this could this could very well have been that guy that was the A model A father. But just got so excited yeah. about this season and had a draft. He could have been that guy. Well, nothing like this never happens to me. But that one time he slipped up. It happens. Man. It happens. I, I just like I said. You remember that uh, uh, Kevin Hart? Well, he was like, he was like, man, we don't really watch our kids. We just sit on the couch and be like, y'all better not be in that toilet. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what men do. We don't yeah. watch kids. Yeah. We all know that. So why are you not prepared? Yeah, we exactly. all got to be prepared the, to not watch thing. kids. That's the main thing. I man. have been in another room doing something, and I heard a noise because I know I got to listen. And then I run in there like, what y'all doing? Like, I'm not watching. I understand you're not watching the kids. I don't understand why you're not prepared to not watch the kids. Exactly. Men, men we're too clever for that. I'm sorry. We just yeah, I got a couple of them to watch Saturday, you know, for a good friend of mine, man. I already know how I'm going to keep them jokers occupied. Gonna take them to a pool party. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Simple. While they swimming in the pool, you know, with the with the with the with the women's, you know, the men gonna be watching college football. Yeah. You know? So I know it's gonna be some people that's gonna listen to this, but like, Mike, this is child abuse. And listen, get their kids some Legos, man. Or something. <laughs> yeah, man. I guarantee you that man said, I gotta do my fantasy draft and just start drafting. 
You didn't get that kid nothing. That kid was like, I'm finna go outside and play. That's what happened. Yep. And the six-year-old just let him do it too. Blame him too. Anyway, <laughs> um, enjoy your fantasy leagues this year. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. Less than twenty-four hours away, man. I'm telling you. Let's listen, do it. Listen. In that first two weeks, don't be afraid to drop nobody. I'm telling you. If you see somebody going off, just go get them. <laughs> you better. Don't go get them. Go, go get them. I'm telling you. Hey, and FYI, nobody should have Kareem Hunt or Chris Hogan on the free agent list. If he is, go get them. Like, now. Like, when yeah, you listen exactly. to the podcast, like, now. Yes, sir. Like, while you listening, open up your <laughs> laptop and go get them. Yeah. Uh, Tony, I appreciate you coming through, man. Thank you for having me, man. We got to do this real. again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think what you can find you on social media, can you? Facebook, yeah, you can yeah, find him on Facebook, yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying, uh, Tom, man, like I said, for real though, I know a lot of people I talk trash with, a lot of people they okay in fantasy. Tom's actually really good at it, yes, sir. I can't tell you how many yes, times I've gone to pick up a person when waiver clears <laughs> and Tom <laughs> got him. And he done got him at like yes, 4 o'clock in the morning. Hey, and I'm man, like, I don't play ah. no games. I don't play no games. Tone hey, be man. the guy that wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning and picks up the guy at 4.30. <laughs> you waking up <laughs> at 7 o'clock. Like, let me scoop this it, guy. Man. He gone. Yeah, yes, he gone sir. already. So enjoy your fantasy. Have fun, man. Can y'all not take fantasy football so serious? It's just fun. Um, Like I said, podcast going to two times a week. Again, thank you to all the people that I thank. Thank you to my wife who always lets me do this podcast. Thank she you, Nicole. You know what I'm saying? She don't even argue with me. She just be like, you know, your podcast, all right, cool. Thank you to all the people that retweet links, share links. Thank you so much, man. That's the only reason other people are getting to know the podcast. Thank you for the people that share the podcast, who tell other people about the podcast. Thank you for the people who got ideas for the podcast. I got great people coming on this show, man. I got, I'm really excited about this one person. She's a cancer survivor. Wow. I don't even know what I'm talking about with her yet, and I just can't wait to get her on. Mm-hmm. I possibly got a former baseball player coming on, Major League Baseball. What? He used to play for the Dodgers. We'll see oh, if we can okay. get him on here. Okay. Um, I got I got some more people coming on this show, man. ASAP, ASAP, ASAP. Plus, I got a couple of things outside of sports to do on this podcast, man. So y'all just stick with me, man. Every two weeks for Home Field Advantage Podcast. You know you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook for Home Field Advantage Sports Talk, for Home Field Advantage Sports Trash Talk. Again, no Snapchat. I'm sorry. I'm just too lame for it. I just just can't figure it out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Besides, Instagram giving you everything you need right now. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I'll catch y'all in a couple weeks, man. Enjoy your first week of football. Go Falcons. Rise up. Hey, man, them 28-30 jokes ain't going to worth nothing when we smoking your team by 30. All right, man, we out. Peace. <laughs>